welcome 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 good people welcome to georgia's talk it's monday september the 21st 2020 welcome to georgia's talk where i'm your host georgia i'll be talking about everything from under the sun news that you can use for your commute or workout Please have several seats while I enlighten you on what's going on. Yeah. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button along with that follow button. And like, 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 and share, share, share. And put a little love, love, love on it. What? Mm-hmm. Alrighty. So today's topic is going to be about... Dun, 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 dun. So, a one a woman sent a letter containing a dead a deadly poison to the White House. What? Yeah. Uh. And I always, I always, and I just not too long ago said that I was like, I can't believe nobody haven't tried to kill Trump yet. And I always say that. But what? <laughs> mm. 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 And then the next topic is going to be about Houston to Dallas. Um, bullet train given green light from feds company um, says so this is an ongoing situation because um, I remember um, reading something about this a few years ago so this is not something that just actually happened um, this year this is an ongoing situation about the little train thingy um, so don't forget to check out my website at www.georgiestalk.com. Don't forget to um, join the podcast Facebook group up under Georgia's Talk. Don't forget to um, purchase my merch. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, the next topic would be about the Cowboys did something no team has done in 87 years. It occurred in a wind that rarely um, materialized under Jason Gary. Okay. And then also I wanted to um, give, enlighten you guys about um, the uh, first alert, alert forecast. Okay. So I wanted to let you know where's the, a little bit of the storms, uh, Louisiana slash Texas. So I wanted you guys to be in the know about that. So it's going to be several days of rain. Okay. So we're going to touch that also. I need you to be prepared and ready. What? What news you can use? Don't snooze. Alright. So, um. Alright, 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 alright. Okay, so let's get into it i'm trying to think what i want to give you guys first oh choices 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 um okay Alrighty. all right so we're going to talk about the white house okay so like i stated a woman uh suspected of sending a letter containing the deadly poison to the White House. 
So she was uh, arrested trying to enter the United States from Canada, right? Two federal law enforcement officials said on Sunday, right? The suspect was described as a woman who was taken into custody trying to enter the United States from Canada. Okay, sending uh, tainted letters to the White House, right? So, a few people has actually spoke up on this. So, an FBI spokesman confirmed the arrest and said the agency is continuing to investigate the suspicion letter. The woman was taken into custody while traveling across Peace Bridge, uh, which connects Fort Erie, Ontario, and Buffalo, New York, right? The suspect was detained by Customs and Border Protection agents. Additional information about the arrest and the suspect was not immediately available. Of course not. They are investigating a suspicious letter addressed to the president, Donald Trump, that had been intercepted. It wasn't clear when the letter was sent or where it was intercepted, right? So the poison, which is highly toxic and can cause organ failure and death, was detected at an, um, off, um, it was basically detected off site facility that screens mail addressed to the White House. So it was confirmed in the field and laboratory tests of exactly what it was and all that good stuff. So, man, she was trying to get him, wasn't she? She was trying to get him. Let's see. So, the suspect allegedly sent other letters to the federal prisons that were discovered in different facilities. It wasn't immediately clear which prisons the letters were sent to or who the receptions were. Only one letter appeared to be addressed to Donald Trump, right? So what are y'all thoughts on that? I mean, uh, you really shouldn't do a letter. A letter, you're gonna have a paper trail. So, just didn't really think that through. And then who's to say it was actually uh, a woman that did it? Um, it could have been somebody portraying to be the woman. Uh, it's just too many um, what ifs out there. So unless this person actually say, yeah, I did it, then you really can't say, oh, yeah, this is what really actually happened, right? So that's that. The next topic is Houston to Dallas bullet train giving, you know, the green light from Fed's company says, says. Alrighty, so like I stated, this is something ongoing. So the federal officials Federal officials have issued final approvals to backers of a Houston to Dallas high-speed rail line, right? Clearing the way 
for construction of the proposed line in a move almost certain to face challenges from, you know, opponents. Texas Central Railroad, the company planning to operate trains from Houston to Dallas with a stop near College Station, right? Um, so early Monday that the Federal Railroad Administration had issued both the record of decisions, right? That is the environmental analyst in the rule of particular uh, applicability that governs the safety standards. The Japanese developed trains must use. Railroad administration officials did not confirm their approvals with, you know, the company saying the details and specifics of the rules will be released. So that's going to be released a little bit sooner. Soon. Okay. Company officials who less than a decade ago expected construction to cost $10 billion, now say building it would cost around $20 billion, right? So... With construction possibly starting in the first half of next year. This project this project has been flawed from the beginning and the FRA has ignored calls from concerned property owners, safety professionals, and even other rail companies. Okay. I just think I just think like when other people from other countries right you know like the george bush and the toes and stuff like that right and they were saying like oh is we gonna charge them for like one year and then after that it's gonna be free or you know it never ever has been free maybe in the beginning like a week or so or something like that but they said it's supposed to you know they're supposed to charge us and then after that then it's gonna be free but it's like okay then all that money is going overseas to them, right? And then, like, they're hitting us pretty hard. So, say, um, they're charging us administrative fees. They're charging us, actually, you know, now, if I got on the toll or whatever, yeah, you can charge me whatever the cost was. Okay, I'm willing to pay that. But the administrative fees and all the other extra mess that you're putting off in there, I'm not paying so it just don't really make no sense how they can come over here and do whatever they want and then send money back over there. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just really not fair. So I bet you that's what, you know, that's probably the main reason why this is has came to a stop. And that's why they really just ain't letting them do what it do because it's just just too much cuz you know they they shysty and they know how to word stuff and they know how to get away with this that and third. So and I don't blame them. Now, y'all got too much going on over here and sending all that money back over there and screwing us. Mm-mm. Okay, so with the two approvals in hand, Texas Central can begin final des- designs and construction of the project, right? So, including, including like Italian see construction giant it's it's just too much going on japan railway it's too many foreigners up in there i mean just no 
everybody got their little hands in it trying to you know come to texas and you know make it do what it do Mm-mm. they even got spanish rail operator <laughs> i mean now if you making it to where we can get to these locations and then the hey i'll be for that but it better not cost no arm and leg now so all are hired to handle various parts of the building and operations of the system just like i said before like they got the spanish they got the italians they got just everybody in it you're like okay so we finna screw them you can screw them too you know we are gonna get a certain percentage and you know man, get out of here Mm-mm. but texas better do their homework the construction of high-speed rail will have a generational impact, creating thousands of jobs right here in Houston and injecting billions of dollars, right, into our local businesses, okay, at speeds of more than 200 miles per hour. Officials said the trip between Houston and Dallas will take 90 minutes, which is actually pretty good, you know. With trains traveling along a steel um corridor following mostly a utility right of way through rural texas right so the houston stop is planned for the current site of northwest mall near us 290 and loop 16. so texas central is ready to build and we'll proceed to construction as soon as possible to contribute to the nation's COVID 19 recovery the company is basically ready to start like yesterday and um i don't know how many of you good people have rode on trains and such but it's actually a nice venture i mean because think about it say you don't work seven days no no you don't work five days sorry and then so you get on the train you can basically sleep the whole way there and the train moves slow and you making all these stops through these different towns you can sightsee they have like um you can order drinks you can order food it's actually really nice you can plug up your laptop you got a seat in there you can eat certain areas got beds and stuff like that if you have not been on a venture of a train ride i would suggest you do i suggest you do it's really nice but don't be in no rush just be kind of able to sleep it through you know what i'm saying like you're so exhausted and you just need a little rest here and there and you just don't let them you know because it's, it's not as fast as a car now <laughs> so that likely is easier said than done however given the intense opposition by rural residents and local state federal officials who for years have doubted the company's claims so everybody's not on the same page so that's why it's the back and forth back and forth and that's why that's what's wrong with the hold up so they hope to break ground many many years ago told you and um so i mean just everybody just gonna have to get on the same page and if not it would never ever ever happen right so They're still, they're still saying that they're going to break ground this year. We will see. We will see. And the, the cost should be at least around $19 billion based on the federal assessment. Critics have um, 
said they believe the project potentially will cost double that, making it unlikely it, you know, if it ever gets built, basically. And especially in times we're in right now with the pandemic, so I don't think it's a the perfect time to do it. Alrighty, so next topic. Um, the Cowboys did something no team has done in 87 years. It occurred in a win that rarely materialized under Jason Garrett. Alrighty, so a little over nine months ago, the Dallas Cowboys 2019 season in head coach Jason Garrett's tenure effectively ended in the middle, right, of a game against the Chicago Bears. The franchise badly needed a win against an injury, injury riddle and metaphor opponent were lining up against a quarterback who was playing himself out of a job and Mitchell Trubisky and had a prime opportunity to take control of the race of the NFC East title. Rather than sizing the moment, Garrett's Cowboys performed in a fashion that was typical at critical junctures, starting flat, making costly mistakes and wheezing into a 24-7 first half. What? Wanna do it? defeat that had little chance of being reversed. This was a defining trait of Garrett. Era teams digging holes that couldn't be overcome while squandering talent in the face of opponents that should have been overmatched. Dallas would lose to the Bears 31-24 in that December game, right? Absorbing the defeat that would ultimately be the difference between making the playoffs. That's the game to think about when you try to find perspective for Mike McCarty's first win in Dallas. A 40-39 victory against the Atlantic Falcons. That was largely awful for three and a half quarters, but remarkable enough in the final five minutes that one thought that one thought resonated this kind of thing rarely happened under gary never actually considering the bumbling totality of falling behind 20 to zero after one quarter 29 to 10 at the half then trailing 39 to 24 with less than six minutes left in the game what in the final five minutes Sunday, what want to do it? Dallas went about its own business offensively while letting Atlanta go sideways in a game that should have been sealed in the first moments of the fourth quarter. Practice consistently the art of staying patient and letting an opponent trip over themselves can be a momental advantage. Check out the past two decades of the New England Patriots to understand it. Check it out. For once, Dallas took advantage of it. A nice change from the past decade. Yes, there was plenty of bad coaching 
on the Cowboys. Yeah, sideline, the defense looked fragrantly bad. Players made mistakes. And in the first, in the next few days, once we picked through the film of Atlanta's defense following the Tack McKinley injury, maybe we'll realize the number of immense breaks that Dallas really received. But this didn't have to be perfect to count. So it wasn't pretty, it wasn't ideal, and it isn't anything that should be repeated anytime. Soon, with the Seattle Seahawks on the agenda next week, it is necessary, not just for the win, but for the McCarty, who like it or not, would typically have his failures measured more closely to Jason Garrett than any of his victories. What? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? We needed this win. What? <laughs> yeah, y'all. All right. So what are y'all thoughts? Q&A. <laughs> All righty. The next topic is going to be about the first alert forecast forecast um, to bring several rains, several days of rain into Louisiana and Texas, right? So, Baton Rouge, while Oz, while Oz are on tropical, tropical storm Beta in the western Gulf, our focus is on the local rainfall forecast over the next few days, especially once Beta makes a turn to the northeast and heads toward Louisiana, right? The heaviest rains are likely to develop locally Tuesday and Wednesday with rain likely into Thursday too. Even Friday's forecast includes scattered rains throughout the day. Confidence is not especially high with the rainfall forecast at this point, but the storm team is currently planning for three to seven of rain around the viewing area over the next four days. Isolated accumulations of 10 can't be ruled out should training of storms develop along regional rain bands, okay? A flash flood watch is in effect for most of the WAFB area. Through Wednesday evening, these forecast amounts could push local rivers and bio, I mean bios into flood should the larger totals be concentrated over one or more river basins. A tropical storm warning remains in effect for Louisiana from the Louisiana and Texas state line to Morgan City prolonged tropical form forced winds are unlikely but gusts above 40 miles per hour are possible over the next day or so. Winds of 15 to 25 miles per hour with gusts in the 30s can be expected over the next two days while storm surge warnings and watches have been canceled for Louisiana. Coastal flood warnings and advisories are in effect along the state's coastline in the tidal lakes 
persistent and prolonged easterly winds will push water levels up and keep them elevated. While wind-driven flooding won't produce excessive rises, water levels are likely to remain above normal for two to three days at least. Okay. Beta makes landfall in Texas later Monday evening or overnight. It may briefly stall along or near the Texas coast for much of Tuesday before starting towards the Bayou State while Beta may skirt the Texas coast and even try to sneak back out into the Gulf. Restricting is not anticipated. Sorry. In fact, the 1 p.m. Monday National Hurricane Center forecast suggests land intersection in southwesterly shear will weaken. Beta long before the system reaches Louisiana, with Beta being downgraded to a tropical depression late Tuesday or early Wednesday. At the present time, Beta is expected to arrive in southwestern Louisiana as a tropical depression sometime around Wednesday evening or Wednesday night. The cyclone is then expected to cross the state from southwest to southeast on Thursday, arriving in Mississippi on Friday evening. Elsewhere in the tropics, the NHC is highlighting a broad, a broad disorganized area of low pressure spread from the Florida Keys into the Bahamas and southward to Cuba. Development chances are set at 20% for the upcoming third to five day period while the storm team is not overly concerned with this feature right now. It certainly deserves watching. After all, it is in our backyard. Conditions are expected to be favorable for some development, some development later in the week and it's 2020 when it appears anything can happen and we know that. Alrighty, good people. So I want you to kind of pay attention to the weather. Be prepared, having kids dressed. And um, just make sure everybody is cautious and aware of what's going on, right? And um, I wanted to um, thank you for checking out Georgia's Talk, good people. As always, thanks for having Georgia, Georgia on your mind. And don't forget to subscribe to my website at www.georgestalk.com also purchase some merch join the podcast facebook group at georgia's talk please also listen to my trailer what and did y'all go check out the amazon podcast of under news you can use and the picture i have for that is a typewriter yeah mm-hmm. yeah news you can use so, there's no excuse why you can't find me. What? All you got to do is Google me. Google Georgia's Talk. Google Georgia Landers. Google GA. <laughs> Alright. Um, I would like to thank you for all y'all love and support. 
Thank you for your like, like, likes, your shares, 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 and all of your love, love, love. Thank you for tuning in to Georgia's Talk.